Hello, friends. Thanks again for joining me on the podcast, Rich Like Me. I uh, want to take just a really, really quick high view of dispensationalism. And when we talk about dispensationalism, what are we talking about? We're talking about how God dealt with man. God has always dealt with man on the basis of grace, 100%. But there's actually seven different dispensations or seven different time periods, if you will, how God dealt with man. And when we look at 2 Timothy 2.15, which tells us to what? Rightly divide the word of truth. That's what we do. We cut it up. We cut it straight. And we look at the audience, who God was talking to, and how that affected them in their relationship with him. And I'm going to move through these quickly just for this sake. But during our Bible study, we touch on a lot of these. If you're not coming to Bible study, I would sure love to encourage you to come and join us on Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock. With that being said, the first dispensation is called the Dispensation of Innocence. And this, you can read about this in Genesis. And this, this dispensation uh, covered the time period of Adam and Eve in the garden. And in this dispensation, God's commandments were simple. They were to fill the earth with children, subdue the earth, have dominion over the animals, care for the garden, and what? Abstain from eating the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. God warned them of the physical punishment and spiritual death for their disobedience. And this dispensation came to an end when Adam and Eve disobeyed and eating the forbidden fruit, and were expelled from the garden. That leads us to the second dispensation, which is called the Dispensation of Conscience. And it lasted for over 1,600 years. And it was from the time Adam and Eve's eviction from the garden until the flood in Genesis 8. No, excuse me, Genesis 3, verses 8 through 22. This dispensation demonstrates what mankind will do if left to their own will and left to make their own decisions. We have been uh, tainted by the inherited sin nature. There are five major aspects of this dispensation. One, uh, a curse on the serpent, a change in the woman uh, bearing children, a curse on nature, uh, the imposing of difficult work on mankind to produce food, and the promise of Christ as the seed who will bruise the serpent's head. Next dispensation we have is human government, which begins in Genesis 8. God had destroyed life on the earth with a flood, saving just one family, we know that, and to restart the human race. God made Noah and his family these promises. God will not curse the earth again. Noah and his family are to replenish the, the earth with people. They shall have dominion over the animal creation. They are allowed to eat meat. The law of capital punishment is established. Uh, they will never be another worldwide flood and God's sign of the rainbow. Noah's ascendants, though they were uh, gathered together and God commanded them to what? To scatter, thus failing in their responsibility in this dispensation. About 300 years after the flood, the inhabitants began building a tower. It was a great monument to their uh, solidarity and their pride in Genesis 11. God brought the construction to halt, creating different languages and enforcing uh, his commandment to fill the earth. This result was the rise of different nations and cultures. From that point on, human governments have really been a reality. The fourth dispensation is called the Dispensation of Promise. This started with the call of Abraham and continued through the lives of the patriarchs and ended uh, with the exodus of the Jewish people from Egypt, about a 430-year period. During this dispensation, God developed a great nation that he had chosen as his people, uh, Genesis 12 and Exodus 19. The basic promise of this dispensation was the Abraham covenant, and some of the key points of that was what? God will make Abraham a great nation. Abraham will become a great nation that God will bless him uh, naturally and spiritually. God will bless those that blessed Abraham and his descendants and curse those that cursed him. 
Uh, in Abraham, the families of all the earth will be blessed. This is fulfilled in Jesus Christ and his work of his salvation. Uh, the sign of the covenant is circumcision. This covenant was uh, repeated to Isaac and Jacob and is confined to the Hebrew people and the 12 tribes of Israel. The fifth dispensation is what we call the dispensation of the law, and it lasted for right around 1,500 years. From Exodus until it was suspended after Jesus' Christ's death, this dispensation uh, will continue the millennium and with some modifications. During the dispensations of the law, God dealt specifically with the Jewish nation and, and that Mosaic covenant or the law, which is found in, in Exodus 19. Uh, during this dispensation, it involved temple worship directed by priests, which uh, further um, direction spoken through God's mouthpieces to the prophets. Eventually, due to the people's disobedience to the covenant, the tribes of Israel lost the promised land and were subject to bondage. And now we're in the dispensation of grace. This is where we are now. This dispensation began in the in the new covenant as Christ's blood, the age of grace or the church age. And, and it's talked about and occurs between the 69th and 70th week in the book of Daniel chapter 9. But it starts with the with the coming uh, of the spirit um, in, in the day of Pentecost and ends with the rapture. Now, some people will say this dispensation of grace didn't start till around uh, till Paul got the message in Acts 9. Some say Acts 2. I'm not here to debate that, but this dispensation is now worldwide and it includes both Jews and Gentile. That was the mystery that was given to Paul. Man's responsibility during this dispensation of grace is to believe in Jesus Christ and to believe that he is the only path through God. He is the only way to get to heaven. In this dispensation, the Holy Spirit indwells in us believers as a comforter and as a guide. Uh, this dispensation has lasted for almost 2,000 years, and no one knows for sure when it, when it will end. But we do know that it will end when the rapture of all born-again believers from the earth go to be with God. Following the rapture will be the judgments of God lasting for seven years. And then the seventh dispensation is called the Millennial Kingdom of Christ, and it will last, we know, for a 1,000 years. Christ himself rules on earth. This kingdom will be uh, fulfill, will fulfill the prophecy to the Jewish nation that Christ will return and be their king. The only people allowed to enter uh, the kingdom are the born-again believers from the age of grace, uh, righteous survivors, if you will, the seven-year tribulation, and the resurrected Old Testament saints. No unsaved person is allowed access into this kingdom, and Satan is bound for a thousand years. This period will end with the final judgment in Revelation 20. The old world is destroyed by fire, and the new heaven and the new earth are created, and it will begin. Now, I understand I went through these really fast and really quick, and we're going to dive into these a, a little bit deeper uh, every Wednesday night as we study the book of Romans. But I want you to understand what I talk about when I say these dispensations. So I hope this gives you a little bit of perspective. I hope you see that your Bible can, can make perfect sense to you if you rightly divide it and look at the audience, who it applies to. Some promises to the Jews, some promises to us, some are heavenly, some are spiritual, some are earthly. Listen, I know there's so many questions, and I want to encourage you to ask me those questions. Feel free to call me or text me or send me an email, Davis at iCloud.com. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope this challenges your heart. I hope that you see God working in your life, and I hope that you're forever thankful for this dispensation of grace, this awesome and wonderful and amazing grace that saved a wretch like me.